bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits well, a homicide and kills people up... Nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. This is the Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris. Sponsored by Concordia University on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. Well, we did it. Majority of Milwaukee community members 
voted yesterday. And believe it or not, 60,000 absentee ballots were counted in the city of Milwaukee. Anybody with a photo ID can observe the absentee counting process. And they did. And they counted. And these were absentee ballots where people who are permanently on the list for absentee ballots. So every time there's an election, they get one cent automatically. And I heard Sherwin Hughes talking about it today, where he talked about the fact that if you want to guarantee a base, you know where they are because they're at home. Go see them at home. And that's what I thought was like actually pretty smart. Number four. A majority of community members in Milwaukee County would like to see military-style guns banned. That's what election results showed. A referendum on yesterday's ballot asked residents if the Wisconsin legislature should, now get this, prohibit the import, sale, manufacture, transfer, or possession of semi-automatic military-style firearms whose prohibition is allowed under Wisconsin and United States Constitution. So according to TMJ4, which is where this came from, TMJ4.com, election results, 69% of Milwaukee residents voted yes. We're looking at the exact numbers. Well, only 100,000 voted no and 227,000 voted yes. When the referendum was approved for the ballot, the county board of supervisors member Diego Zerpa said this referendum gives voters a platform to say enough is enough when it comes to gun violence in this country. It just shows the opinion of the community, but I don't think it does because they threw in semi-automatic and military style. But I don't think that was the exact wording of the referendum itself. And so me personally, I think it might give a little bit of a um, false understanding of what actually means. Number three. Well, this goes way down to Mississippi from news1.com. A spokesperson for the Jackson Police Department said that a 23-year-old man from Mississippi was arrested for multiple fires he allegedly set around the city. Well, thanks to a tip, Devin McLaurin was arrested by Hines County deputies after the uh, near the Hines and Copia County line and will be transferred to the Jackson Police Department for more questioning. According to a TV station there, McLaren allegedly had a hand in six separate arson cases setting fire at the Epiphany Church, Greater Bethlehem Temple Church, as well as a gas station on Terry Road. The arsonist also set fire to the baseball practice field at Jackson State University. Jackson, Mississippi is 83% black. Thankfully, no Injuries were reported. They don't know about his motives. However, the spokesperson for Jackson Police Department said he's being charged with felony malicious mischief. Number two. Well, I wanted to share huh? <laughs> a serial arsonist. Yes, that is what he is. Burning down his own okay. community. <laughs> I love my cell phone. It just, I say a serial arsonist and it actually defined what it is. That's what's bizarre. Anyway, 
CBS 58 says that while the overall midterm election results may not be known for hours or even days or who knows what's going on throughout the whole country, there were some historic victories. Both parties were looking to diversify their ranks and Republicans are excited about growing their roster of female governors, electing more Latino members in the House of Representatives. Democrats are on track to have a breakthrough for LGBTQ representation in governor's offices. Massachusetts Democratic State Attorney General Mara Healey is poised to become the state's first female governor, nation's first out lesbian state executive. Republican Sarah Huckabee Sanders, the former Trump White House press secretary and daughter of former Governor Mike Huckabee, is soon to be elected the first female governor of Arkansas. And Maryland Democrat Wes Moore will be the state's first black governor. Election results are, of course, are still coming in. And a lot of races is going to take days. Georgia going to take a couple months. But for now, it kind of looks, I don't know, kind of cool. Number one. Well, I peeped everybody's show today. And everybody was talking about weed today because it was a referendum. But I wanted to remind some people because they might have forgot that a guy we know, a billionaire, acquired assets in three states from Cresco Labs, Columbia Care, and Columbia Care, creating the first minority-owned, vertically integrated, multi-state cannabis brand, making it the largest black-owned cannabis company in the world. Who owns it? <laughs> News that was shared with Essence, and this is from Essence.com, that was announced that the hip-hop mogul Sean Diddy Combs made an entry into the cannabis business in a huge way, reportedly agreed to purchase licensed marijuana operations in three states, for around $185 million. You think he going to make another billion on that? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Cannabis operations are being acquired from Cresco Labs Incorporated and Columbia Care Incorporated, two of the largest cannabis companies in the country. He said, my mission has always been to create opportunities for black entrepreneurs in industries where we've traditionally, traditionally have been denied access. And this acquisition provides the immediate scale and impact needed to create a more equitable future in cannabis. And that's one of the things that I always talked about, like whether you agree with it or not, or whether you're for it or not. I figure if you're for liquor, you could be for cannabis too. But cannabis king combs. Wow. Uh, CKC. Okay. All right. So one of the things we have to look at is that Whenever things like this happen, the slow up in the legislature and the slow up legalizing stuff is so other people can build up their company so they can be first in line to come in our community and sell us stuff. So why not take advantage of it? Owning the entire process from growing and manufacturing to marketing, retail and wholesale distribution is a historic win for the culture that would allow us to empower diverse leaders throughout the ecosystem to be bold advocates for inclusion. It's the same thing as selling fish, right? Selling chicken, right? You own the farm, you grow it, 
You own the people who fish it and chop it up, and then you sell to multiple different places, right? But you still have your own show, your your own stores where you show and sell your fish, right? And then you sell it to other people to sell in their store. So you own the entire supply chain, but you also wholesale to other places and you're golden. That's what I'm talking about. That is a way to make money. And black people can make money in fashion, beauty, hair, all those things. The things that we use. But that's just me. I'm just saying. By the way, you've been thinking about going back to school. Concordia University offers flexible schedules and online courses, including accelerated bachelor's degrees and several graduate degrees fully online, allowing you to go to work and work on that degree while saving you both time and money. Also, Concordia professors teach from a Christian perspective. Imagine this. Next year, you could, you know, like be a year older or be a year closer to your dreams. Find out more at cuw.edu. Concordia University. Live Uncommon. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Listening to Truth in the Afternoon, I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Noticing a theme, it's about power. It's about what your vote brings you, what your vote gives you, and what your vote can have when you use it wisely. That means using it the way that you want, not how other people hope you will or want you to. Talking text line says referendum was the opinion of county voters, not residents. Well, it was residents because those voters are actually residents of the county. So. And 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 again, if you weren't heard and if your voice wasn't counted in the referendum and you didn't vote, that's on you. And that can be a conscious decision that you make. That's fine. But don't try to parse that it didn't represent you because had you voted, it would have represented your vote. So, but I think it was a little bit over the 50%, 50.1% majority. It was like 69% or something. So yeah, I, I guess that's, that's pretty straightforward. Just saying, uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. All right. Be sure to tune in this Saturday at 10 a.m. for our brand new show, Soft Life Chronicles, presented by all of us Milwaukee at the Center for Community Engagement and Health Partnerships. Holiday season is here. Did y'all hear that now? 
The holiday season is here. You got Thanksgiving and you got Christmas coming up. Hmm. Where? Hmm. I don't. I don't know what we're talking about. What we're talking about. Okay, got it. Did somebody say that? Wow. Okay, let me go back. Be sure to tune in to Truth uh, this Saturday, 10 a.m. for our brand new show, Soft Life Chronicles, presented by all of us Milwaukee at the Center for Community Engagement and Health Partnerships. Holiday season is here. And, yeah, well, it's not not only is it a time for family, but we got to got, you know, like got to eat a lot of food, too. Food that you're probably not supposed to eat. Anyway, Denise Thomas, Dr. Yvonne Greer, and Mirtha Sosa Pacheco will discuss how to avoid the itis and the importance of enjoying the food we eat while thinking of our long-term health. Because, you know, when when we eat stuff that we're not supposed to eat, and then we, uh, yeah. Blame the food for, I don't know what happened. Where did I pick up this other 30 pounds? Well, Thanksgiving, and before you can get your metabolism in check, Christmas, and then before you can get your metabolism, New Year's, and then all of a sudden, 30 pounds later, you're looking like OMG. Well, be sure to listen. Soft Life Chronicles at 10 o'clock this Saturday, presented by all of us right here. On the new 1017 The Truth, the truth app and 1017thetruth.com. So make sure you check it out. Because, I mean, it was, yeah. It, uh, yeah. When I eat like that, my goodness. And you can't blame anybody else. You cannot blame anybody else for the food that you eat. You cannot blame. So here's the deal with the election, right? I'm changing the subject. What happened after the election, right? The earth didn't stop spinning. The world didn't change. And life kept going on. And that's how we'll do. And that's what we'll do as we move forward. I always try to explain that to people, but somehow people don't really understand that all the depth you want and all the we got to vote this way because the world's going to come to an end and we didn't lose democracy. Democracy didn't end. We didn't lose it. It's right here. And nothing happened. And so I think what we have to understand is we can't become a one issue people. There are multiple issues that affect us, and we have to make sure that we are able to understand the breadth of what's happening in our community. Your thoughts on the election, 833-212-1017 is the number. I'm still taking them by phone, talking texts. It. I know we talked about it all day, and I know we, we did it, but as I sat through listening to all of the numbers that came in or or better yet the numbers that didn't come in it was interesting to hear how they were able to paint the numbers in a way that made it look like 
some of the things were what they weren't. Does that make sense? Some of the percentages they didn't exactly give, they rounded up and rounded down and made it look like people were even when in fact they were not, that one person was up over the other. And I'm a little disheartened at the media. I'm a little disheartened at reporters. I'm a little disheartened at some of the ridiculousness I saw on TV and some of the things that people were upset about because they were partisan. And I get it. I mean, you know, I get it. Everybody's keyed up. Everybody's jazzed up. Everybody wants their party to win. But if your party's not coming through for everybody, and if black people always seem to be the last ones that every party comes through with, I have a problem with that. And I don't apologize for it because everybody else accepts the fact that their party does for them what they do. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017. Traffic, weather, sports, all that fun stuff is coming up right after this. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. I almost started singing along with it. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. One more time. So now that the election is over, what are you going to do to fight the power? How are we going to turn the city around? We got budget issues. We got generating money and wealth issues. We're trying to tax everybody. We're not getting shared revenue. Now, this is it. You tell anybody in the state legislature and anybody that has a power if they're Republican in the state legislature, 
If you don't help get Milwaukee the shared revenue they need so that we can start to rebuild and shore up this city, we need to work actively so that those people do not win their office in two years or four years or whenever it is. I don't care what district they're in. I don't care if they're in Kenosha, Racine, Waukesha, Brown County, out of gamey, don't matter. Get in a car, get in a truck, do whatever you need to get them out. Now, don't replace them with somebody that's not going to do anything. But at some point, it's time to start working. Mr. Mayor, let's turn up the fire. Common Council, let's turn up the fire. If the state want to act a fool, act a fool back. With a little dignity and respect. But act the fool back. Fool back. Come on now. Time to not be gracious anymore. No, I'm not talking about rioting and fighting and all that. I'm talking about taking the gloves off when it comes to doing things to people who do not help you. And when I say doing things to people, I mean voting them out of office. That's it. Get rid of them. Roll them out. It's time to start building things in the city of Milwaukee. We need a black community center. Yes, I know we got Italian community center. I don't care. We need another one. It's time to help developers in the city build up these neighborhoods and communities. We need to start having developers on the radio. We need to start calling up the city of Milwaukee and tell them to help developers build in this city. I'm tired of it. You'd rather build up an expressway than the rest of the city. And quiet as kept, I don't see no black people working there either. Oh, yes, I do. It's the one holding a little sign to control traffic, stop and go. It's ridiculous. And we let it happen. And it's time to stop. We're building everything downtown, building everything in this city, nowhere near the black community, nowhere near the Hispanic community. And it's time to call people out. So if you can't complain about the mayor, then you got to help the mayor. And any older man, person, whoever you call yourself, poobah, who's not doing it, People that don't want to come on radio shows and people that don't want to do things because they don't like people, get rid of them too. I don't care if you're black, white, Hispanic, Asian, male, or female. You either represent your district or get out because you are wasting our time. You're wasting your time. It's time to stop being nice. Stop letting people roll in and do what they want to do. It's time to stop people from taking advantage of your vote and then dismissing you for years to come. It's just, it's just ridiculous. So let's start identifying places in the city where we can put businesses. 
Now, there's construction going up on 20th and Fond du Lac. That developer has caught crap from the city. People trying to get rid of it, trying to get the city to recall stuff. All this because they don't like the person building it. Or, or is it that they don't like, or is it that they don't like the fact that the city in a bad area of the city is going to be built up and then the property goes up and then the value goes up and then they can start to have more power in city council and city government, city contracts, because now they can consciously argue because they're contributing significantly to the coffers of the city. Imagine that. Because, you know, in the city, it comes down to ownership. If you own real estate, you got power. If you own real estate, you have a voice. And it should be louder and broader than other people who don't. I mean, it's cool that you rent. I feel you. You pay some taxes, sure. But homeowners, eh, that's a different breed right there. And until we correct that, our community is going to be in trouble. So we need to start calling people out. We need to start building in the city. We need a community center where we can go have dinner. We need a couple black hotels where we can go hang out and not be gang banging and acting a fool and fighting and all that stuff. Quality, upscale, so we can have a nice time in a quiet environment and keep our money in the community like every other community in Wisconsin does. There is absolutely nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with keeping your money in your community. Arrowhead does it. Mequon Thingsville does it. New Berlin does it. I'm mad. I just want my brown deer does it. Milwaukee can do it too. Otherwise, in two years, we'll have a presidential election and nothing will happen. In four years, we'll have another midterm and nothing would happen will come to fruition. I want to remind you, we want to say thank you to Associated Bank for being a founding partner of the new 1017 The Truth. Together, we're committed to uplifting local organizations and supporting black-owned businesses. With this commitment, we want to celebrate Small Business Saturday by highlighting locally-owned black businesses leading up to the Small Business Saturday. Be sure to tune in to The Truth, November 17th through November 23rd, as we speak to five black-owned businesses about their journeys through entrepreneurship. Whatever your financial needs are, remember this. Associated Bank can help. Member FDIC. You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. He lost his mind. <laughs> Terrible.
You got a theme? Like, are you noticing a theme in today? That's way on the other side of your uh, age thing. Is it going to beep? It better beep. Stop. Thank you. Because <laughs> I didn't know what version you had, and and you know, that don't mean I, I thought it was clean. Yeah, okay. So, Ken, what are you doing? I don't know. My uh, 4 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday is free now. <laughs> 833212. <laughs> hey, <laughs> talking text line. I was thinking how you sometimes phrase your true false questions. If you asked that if the percentage of residents voted, you would have said false, it was voters. No, I wouldn't. So stop trying to speak for me, Ronnie. Stop it. 833212-1017 is a number. Trying to catch me up. Trying to. Hey, we want to say thank you to Gruber Law Offices for being a founding partner of the new 1017 The Truth. We're proud to be supported by a law firm who makes such a positive impact on our community. So if you or a loved one is ever injured in an accident, give Gruber Law Offices a call. One call, that's all. We also want to say thank you to American Family Insurance for being a founding partner of the new 1017 The Truth. We are proud to be supported by an insurance agency who continues to step up and invest in our community. American Family Insurance, they're here to get you one step closer to your dreams, all of your dreams. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Visit AmFam.com to learn more information. 833-212-1017. I'm having a good day today. I'm having a good time today. Um, I feel like I've been up for like 29,000 billion years, but you know how it goes. Sometime when you got to get it in. You got to get it in. You know, weird, weird enough. I don't know what it is about medical examiners, but the Racine County medical examiner just stepped down. So we lost the. We lost the uh, Milwaukee County medical examiner, and now we um, have another one. Also, some information from. WISN.com. Timothy Olsen, 52, is accused of drugging and stealing a woman's debit card. Racing police are warning of a dating app predator. Racing Police Department is warning women in Racing County of a man who has met women on dating apps, victimized them by stealing their credit cards and then using them. 52-year-old Timothy Olsen has been identified. And according to a criminal complaint, one of the victims says she met him on Match.com, where he used the name Tim Wilson. They dated in September, went to several establishments in Racine, Zion, Mount Pleasant, and Caledonia. And she thought she was roofied during their date, didn't remember anything that happened that night. She woke up the next day. Her car was gone. She called Olsen and said her car was located at the Applebee's where they had met for the night. The complaint goes on to say she discovered four, not one, not two, not three, four unauthorized unauthorized um, charges 
on her debit card from two quick trips in Mount Pleasant and Oak Creek, totaling $800. Ain't enough gas in the world to spend $800 unless you drive a diesel truck. I don't know. 833-212-1017 is the number. Sandra, you're on the new 1017 The Truth. How are you? I am fine. How are you today? I'm good. Good, because we missed you. Um, yes, um, I was going to say you're uh, right about uh, trying to get the city moving in a uh, positive direction. Um, um, I was just thinking, because I was looking last night and it showed that uh, our city was dying out. We made the top 10 of cities that's dying out. What do you mean? So, Well, they said, well, you, you know where... Um, People are leaving, you know, like how that goes. They say the people are leaving and right. moving somewhere else. And but we also yeah, made the top twenty-five kind of, of National um, Geographic of, of Nat Geo, where we're a mm-hmm. we're a destination city. So we got that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we are because we got the water. Because a lot of people don't have that. So uh, I'm just hoping uh, we get to go in a positive direction. Because you're right, and so. Uh, just, just give us some 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 direction. Who we need to talk to the commissioner? Okay. Well, I would think yeah. what I would uh, Cavalier. Well, you need to talk to the mayor, but I think you need to call your okay. your um, common council member for your district. Common council, yeah. and and okay. tell them these are the things that we want. And so when you complain okay. to when you talk to people that are in. Um, Elected officials, right? Instead of sending mm-hmm. one letter from 2,500 people or signing this petition, what you should do is create a letter and have everybody write their own version, right? Have some, have some talking points or some, you know, bullet points and all that and have, you mm-hmm. know, 500 people send 500 letters. That speaks significantly oh, more okay. than one letter with 500 signatures. Okay, then. I'm going to write that down. Okay. Because I think what happens is we forget that numbers matter. So when we had one person Uh protesting, that was cute. When it became 5,000 people protesting, they listened. When it became 500,000 people protesting, they changed. And that those are the things that we have to start to do. You need to do it with your money. You need to do it with where you live. You need to do it with how you shop. You need to do it with with how you get educated. All those things. If MPS isn't going to play nice and help the kids the way they're supposed to, leave. Mm-hmm. Don't vote somebody. I wouldn't vote for anybody for school board. I would let the seat sit there vacant than to put people in that the only thing they're going to do is follow what the teachers union says. Mm-hmm. Those are the kind of things we have to mm-hmm. do. Okay, well, you know, um, I'm just going to say this real fast. Uh, so you think it's the teachers' union that's uh, causing the problem? No. The I, police got a union. But, but no, no, I'm not talking about the union, the fact that it's a union. I'm talking about the people who are controlling the school board tend to be from the union. Uh-huh. You know, the school board, the union drives who's on the school board. The union drives who gets money for the school board. The union drives who votes along with the people. Now, what I'm not doing is is banging on the the union 
because they, mm-hmm. in, in many instances, they're a necessary evil, right? But at some point, it's up mm-hmm. to the parents as well to make sure their kids go to school and make sure their kids are there and get the resources. But it's hard to argue. It's hard to argue against a school union. It's hard to argue against a teacher or a parent when the kids aren't there. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we're going to have to work on all of this. Yes, ma'am. Oh. Okay, then. All right, take care. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 833-212-1017 is we only got a minute or so. But I think it's important to remember teachers do the best that they possibly can. The teachers union's job is to care for the teacher. But if the parent's not going to be there, the teacher takes it upon themselves to make sure the child is taken care of because they are in their stead for those six or so hours a day. And it's a calling to be a teacher. It's a, it's a, it's a calling to step above and beyond and be more than you're supposed to be for some of these kids because they need direction and leadership. And that is why teachers in anybody's life other than the parent is the most important group in a child's life. Make the job easier for them by making sure you make the children in your life be responsible and accountable. And that means the parent has to be there too because it's all about the parents. When the buck stops, it don't stop with the teacher. It stops with the parent. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Tori Lowe shows up next. They'll be coming up uh, six o'clock and you'll be listening to him. I think I hit the road again around midnight and again at five o'clock. And so you hear all of my rambling and DZ and Mel will be sitting in listening and then they'll start their show because it's called the award-winning MKE in the morning. God bless. Take care. Thank you, DZ. Appreciate you, brother. I'll see you in 22 hours.